Hi, welcome to Venture Scaler. I'm Sasha, three-time head of people at Venture Back Startups. And I'm Jake, three times ops and growth leader from the Venture Back Startup circuit as well. And we're here dropping all of our best tips on how to scale your startup. Sasha and Jake back again. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking us out. Um, today we're talking about how to identify and find talent when you're an early stage startup and right. maybe don't have the brand recognition yeah. or the volume of candidates actively reaching out to you, which means that you have to reach out to them. Yep. Yeah. Outbound sourcing. It's actually like going out and finding the candidates you need because just like you said, like you don't have the, people don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. You don't have the recognition. Uh, you're a small startup, uh, maybe you got a round of funding, you have some like press, things like that, but you really need to go out and sell yourself. Yes, lots of selling of yourself. Yeah. Uh, you have to convince people to often leave a really great job and take a bet on you and the company and come build something incredible, yeah. which kind of segues into the type of person that you want at this stage. If you are a company, five to 10 people just raised their first round of funding, yeah. You need owners and builders to come in and help set up processes and like build the yeah. infrastructure for every different department. And you're not gonna find those people at larger companies, typically. Um, usually, I found these are serial builders. <laughs> and so you need to be able to identify them and then convince them to come to your company. So we'll break down some of the, the different ways that we can do this and some of the pitfalls, painful stories, success stories that, that we've seen and how to find early stage talent, yeah. essentially. Step one, talent mapping. Talent mapping. Super cool. Yeah. Um, so depending on the market you're in, this will vary, but you want to identify the hot companies in your area. And hot can mean different things to different people, but... <laughs> I'm looking for companies that are have either been through ex aggressive growth, um, so they have really talented, proven people that can get them from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. um, companies that have a similar product or way that they sell or processes or have an incredible leader and culture and people that you would like to take and help build the same thing with you. Um, so these can be any range of stage from series a round kind of similar to you or all the way through series C, series D, I probably would stay away from companies that are more uh, seasoned or a little bit older than that only because the profile person you're hiring changes when you're building versus when you're scaling. And I think it's a different skill set um, that you'll ultimately need down the line if you're successful, but not yet. They're yeah. going to be more expensive, more specialized. Um, a lot of them will will have broader experience at larger companies and you don't want that right now. Yeah, it's true. Like the, uh, the problems that you are experiencing right now, uh, you need to fix those, but like you have problems that are gonna exist in three months that don't exist right now. Mm -hmm. You have problems that are gonna come up six, nine months down the line, you don't even, not even aware of them. So you need to find those folks who are able to build, fix, iterate, uh, and continue truly, continually try to like improve the uh, the process and help level up the company and fix things when they break because uh, startups that's what happens things yeah. start to break down things that worked Constantly. six months ago <laughs> don't work anymore we need to rethink how we're going uh, mm -hmm. doing things you need people that can sit in that kind of chaotic environment and thrive and continue to build iterate and throw it away if it doesn't work and be okay be like oh I spent 
two months building that, it's no longer going to be the way that we're going. And that's okay. And they have to be okay with that. And that's, right. that can be tough. All right. So um, let's go back into, so for talent mapping, we're looking for, like, how do you go about trying to find the right companies to, to target? Like, what things are you looking for? So it com it's completely dependent on who you are. So in a past role, I was at an education technology company. They were creating a category around student financial services. At the time, it was financial aid software. And no one else was doing it. And it was, we just raised our Series A. We had like 30 large enterprise accounts. And we were trying to figure out what type of salespeople to hire. And we went through, like, no lie, four different batches of salespeople and these different hiring profiles. Wow. Um, because we were trying to figure out a very specific niche of person. Initially, we thought it would be someone with financial aid experience, and that's it. Someone who can just relate and talk to our customer. And then we realized financial aid people can't sell at all. <laughs> and that was a mistake. And then we tried purely SaaS people because we made a connection between the financial aid profile and an HR profile. And so we wanted people that sold HR software. So we tried that. But then they didn't know any of the financial aid jargon and people didn't take them seriously and didn't want to connect with them. And so then we had to create this fusion profile that was incredibly difficult to find that had software sales experience and had been in education technology and financial aid, enrollment, or something in the education space. Yikes. I mean, oh my gosh. Unicorn skill set. Unicorn skill set. That's what I call it. Absolutely. <laughs> and so like none of those people are applying. We were early stage. No one really knew about us. And while like there were there was buzz, we weren't attracting the volume of those types of candidates. So that means we have to hit LinkedIn and get really specific about the type of people that we want, which is why talent mapping comes into play. So you yep. don't necessarily have to talent map in your city, but you can talent map in your vertical or in your industry or even in like an analogous industry. Um, so for us, it was looking at ed tech companies all over the country. It was looking at financial aid institutions like tech forward um, institutions and software companies locally and seeing if we could somehow marry it all together, right. um, which is, really tough. Yeah. The other thing you can do, so you can look at companies that have that talent or you can start mm -hmm. to look at people that might have those mm -hmm. like hybrid skills. Mm -hmm. um, at, at Coplex, which is like a startup accelerator, we're helping build new ventures, new startups. Uh, I was hiring for program managers. A program manager can mean anything Super at a company. <laughs> There's different tasks, different skill sets. Yeah. So I couldn't go in and like start looking for, like going to LinkedIn and say, I'm looking for a program manager. Mm -hmm. I'd get any number of different uh, skill sets. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing was looking at, started mapping out, what are the skill sets I need in that role? Mm -hmm. I need someone who has some product or software experience, mm -hmm. someone who has exposure, either worked at a startup or started something before. Uh, so I started figuring out, uh, you know, and a little bit of you know, sales and account management mm -hmm. experience. Start looking for like folks that would have titles or at least past titles for uh, that would fit that. So I started looking at product managers. I started looking for people with experience with uh, had a founder in their title at some point. I'm looking for people who started their own companies. Um, I even started looking for folks who had some sort of like entrepreneurship like ish degree, even if it was like a minor, just because I knew that they would be they've learned that, they've studied that, and they're excited about it. This sounds like this person doesn't exist. They usually don't, no. 
But this is why it's really important to go out and try to find these people, because you build your job description of what the role is and what it needs to be at your company, but then you have the skill set and the background of the people that you need to do that role. Right. Um, and so often, like you're not going to find the right person, or what you define as one role, like for example, customer success, is going to be very, very different from even other software companies, or but like even more dramatically different from non-software companies. So. Yeah. I think this is most apparent in any of my roles that I hire for in the customer success realm. We'll get a ton of folks from support and call center backgrounds um, that are just not the right fit. They maybe have been there for 20 years and have led teams, but we need someone who's been in CS and has un understands the customer life cycle, has, product, or has partnered with product and engineering, and gets all of that. And like, you're not gonna find that person usually generalizing, you're not going to find that person yeah. just applying and you have to go force them to come work with you and convince them <laughs> yeah, you're super cool and your business is awesome and on this upward trajectory and they'd be stupid not to come in. Well, let's, let's get into that a little bit. So let's say we find this, this mm -hmm. few of these unicorns, right? Yeah. They, they're, they're on LinkedIn, we find yep. them. Uh, how do you go about reaching out and, and starting that? Yeah. How do you get connected? So. You, they are in the place of power. Usually these people are currently employed at a, a great brand. They are doing something that they love. And so you're coming in as usually a rando on LinkedIn, like, hey, be my friend. <laughs> and so when I reach out to people, I try to keep it as them focused as possible. Like, hey, quick blurb on us. We just raised X funding. We just won this award. Um, we're playing in this space. We're trying to build something awesome. Super short, like five sentences to get them super excited or potentially intrigue them. Yeah. And then it's, you seem awesome. Um, I don't know if you're interested in a change. I'd love to chat through your career path and what you're looking for and see if there's something potentially that might be a fit. I usually don't come in with a role. I usually let them drive the conversation of what they want to be doing yeah. and um, and where they see their career moving. And it usually opens up a conversation. They're like, yeah, you can buy me coffee, that's fine. And we'll get yeah. sit down for coffee. And even if it's not a fit, they're like, you're awesome. The company seems awesome. Here's five people from my network I think you should talk yeah. to. So maybe it's not them, but then they start to understand the profile and it opens doors. Yeah, a few of the things that I like to do when I'm like reaching out is getting actually very specific around their background. Yes. Um, people have their guard up on mm -hmm. like uh, templated emails and in-mail messages Absolutely. and things like that. So if it feels like you copy pasted something, mm -hmm. they're probably just gonna dismiss it. Mm -hmm. So I would pepper in like, I love your experience at mm -hmm. this company or like you have product experience. Mm -hmm. So hey, we're both startup founders. Like we mm -hmm. both had that experience. So I'll pepper that in. Mm -hmm. I actually have in my templates places where it's like, pepper in. like get specific, <laughs> drop, drop some, yeah. And at the end, what I'll do is like, hey, even if like this isn't like the best fit right, right. now, you look like someone really interesting, mm -hmm. like you're a startup, like a fellow startup founder, or like on the product, like, hey, you have like a great a career in, uh, in product. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're in Phoenix, so sometimes I'll say like, there's not a whole lot of us yeah. <laughs> out here. Build community. <laughs> so hey, like, even if you don't wanna, yeah. even if you're not super interested in this role right now, it's a little bit connect. And mm -hmm. I, even, I even got into some conversations like through that back door. Mm -hmm and then like got them into my interview process once they learned more about, oh, is that what you really do? Yeah. Super interesting. And it needs to be conversational. I think yeah. the, the biggest turnoff for 
potential candidates is you coming in super hot and hopping on that first intro call or that first intro meeting. Super hot. Super hot. <laughs> and start like interviewing, like, tell me about a time. <laughs> Wait, no. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. You need to ask them about their story and why they do what they do and what they want to be doing and then answer all of their questions and become their friend. Honestly, and that's then, a great note. And be their advocate. I throw away. I tell. I even. I'll even say. I'll be like, Hey, I actually do have like a whole list of questions I ask yeah. in every interview. We will say. Let's save that for later. Yeah. Uh, and I just like I let them know that mm -hmm. I want to get to know you. I want to like give you some background on on me mm -hmm. and like what we do, and I want to see if there's a good fit here. Yeah. So I love that's a that's a great note. Yeah, but that would be my my biggest piece of feedback that I've received from people in my network. Just like care about me as a person, yeah. make it personalized and specific. Um, and Make them feel good. Make them feel good. It's all about right? the experience. Oh, to get an ego stroke on LinkedIn, like, <laughs> hey, I'm checking you out, like you specifically. Yeah. I think you'd be great. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I'll, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I am amazing. I am amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, any final thoughts as we wrap up? Outbound sourcing, talent mapping, the the outreach. Well, in terms of tools and the, your mm. ability to do this, most of this is free. Uh, if you're whatever market you're in, you can check out AngelList, Glassdoor, oh, yeah. Crunchbase. Um, I would look at your local digital magazines and newspapers. They usually run like best places to work, or oh, yeah. like they're highlighting stories of companies that are doing something cool and innovative in the community. Inc. Five Hundred. They mm -hmm. have like their local city lists of, yep. and by like usually company size, mm -hmm. uh, like small, medium, and and large. So you can start looking at like those smaller to mid-sized companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, local to Phoenix, but soon to be national is Greg Head's list, which I adore. It breaks down companies by size yeah. and. Um, and vertical, and it's incredible. So I stock that aggressively. Yeah. Um, but then once you build your list of companies or the type of persona and person you're looking for, just sign up for a, a LinkedIn Recruiter Lite account. It's like 130 bucks a month. So worth it. You get access to messaging yeah. people that you are not connected with. Force them to be your friend. Like it's all about like nice forcing, yeah. like the sweetest way. Yeah. Yeah. Even if like 130s maybe too much, there's a ton of features that come with it. Mm -hmm. I'd still suggest paying something so that you don't get blocked after the mm -hmm. like 100 searches or whatever yeah. it is. You'll run out of like your searches real quick. In a day. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's just, it crushes you, so. <laughs> crushes your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it opens up um, potentially new geographies if you're yeah. recruiting outside of your specific network in your specific city, That's which true. is nice. Um, and then you have your in-mail templates and you can manage it in there. Uh, it sounds like we're selling LinkedIn. We're not sponsored. We should. Sponsor us. Yeah, because it's a commission. <laughs> Give me that money though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, like, that's been the most instrumental tool. If you're starting oh, yeah. V1, all you need is LinkedIn and email and yep. you're good to go. Yeah. Once you start hiring more than one or two roles, you'll need to spin up an applicant tracking system, which we'll get to later. Oh, we'll get, yeah. Way later. So much to talk about there. <laughs> um, but like templates, uh, act, like checklists, like all mm -hmm. that, like we have a bunch of resources mm -hmm. as well that we're gonna be sharing uh, to help you, yeah, right there, to help you actually walk through and navigate this process. Yeah. Um, I have a few templates on, on like in-mail that like have like really like gotten me some like great responses mm -hmm. and things like that. So yeah, we'll be sharing those too. Yeah, good luck. It's yeah. super fun. Enjoy making these connections and getting to know people and building your team. Yeah. Thank you.
Hey, thanks for listening to Venture Scaler. If you're listening on a podcast platform, be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. We also have a version on YouTube if you want to watch the show instead. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend, a family member, or anyone else that you think could benefit. And you're also welcome to connect with us on LinkedIn. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time.